As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thank you, Josephine. Yeah, I mean, it's the second. We, we didn't know when it was. We thought it was before the pandemic, but then, then we realized that we were with the masks. So it was one year ago, maybe. Yeah, but I think it was very good and, and people uh, were asking questions. That is why we, I'm here. I mean, I want you to, to, to understand how the system works. Uh, not, not, I will not make, be complicated. I will, I will not make things complicated, easy things. And, and it's the things, I will talk here about the things that you uh, need to live in Spain. All the, th all the questions, all, the, probably all your problems. Do, do you hear me, everyone? Yeah, yeah. All the, all, the, all the questions that may arise now or in the future, um, I, I think uh, are covered here. If anything is, is not said or you have a, uh, something that you want to ask, you can stop me anytime and, um, and we can talk uh, all together, okay? First, this is what I'm, it's a, like a list of what I'm going to talk about. Um, fair, first, it's important the actual situation for British after the Brexit that I'm sure you're, you all are worried about. And I will give um, some updates and, and things that uh, you can do or people that uh, are looking to come could do. How to obtain legal residence in Spain. Uh, taxes, we will talk about uh, taxes, about income tax, about will and inheritance tax, that is something important. Although, yeah, you are very young. I can see very young people. Younger than normal, because normally, yeah, um, the, age, the average is uh, a bit uh, higher. Um, capital gains tax, if you sell your house, sell your house in England, what happens? So uh, driving license, that is a, a huge issue in Spain right now. And how to start a business if someone wants. I have a whole uh, projection here, but uh, I think uh, that will be not relevant. So. Yeah, well, you all know that from the 1st of January 2021, uh, UK is out of the European Union. You decided to go, maybe no, none of you vote to go to leave, but uh, the, yeah, the final result was that uh, uh, UK is out, 
um, and, and the consequences for us and, and for you uh, or our relations with Spain is that uh, you don't belong to the European Union and it's not so easy uh, to come as it was before. This doesn't mean that it's very complicated, it's just changes. Uh, things, you know, of course, that you need a, a visa to come in. Uh, one thing that people uh, think that they can't is that you can buy a property, you can still buy a property and, and, and live here a while, a holiday home or, or to live permanent after, and that you can come 90 days every 180. I don't know if everyone knows, understands how does it work. The thing is, every year or every uh, 180 days, you can come for 90 days without, uh, of course, residency and, and so on. You can come, in this example, like the 1st of January, and you can stay in Spain until the 31st of March. You could leave and come back again the 1st of July. So you, every 180, you could, you could be coming. What happens if you stay more or stay longer? I don't know. I don't think it's going to be an issue. Of course, you are breaking the law. But uh, as you go back to England and no one is going to ask you to see your passport normally when you go back, then I don't think it's a, it's a big issue. But of course, it's not uh, what the rules are saying right now. Uh, someone told me about uh, uh, the possibility of uh, there are apps where you can download and uh, you put the dates and uh, if you move throughout Europe and you can uh, easily calculate uh, how long can you stay in Spain. Now, uh, I don't know if you are new guys, uh, I, some I see some familiar faces, so some of you, I know that you are here, but uh, I'm sure that you, you, you've been asked by friends or family that are looking to come to Spain, what are the actual possibilities of uh, coming to Spain uh, to live? So, basically, let's say two. There are others for people that are looking to, to, to work or to work in a big company uh, or something like that, but the, basically there are two. The first one is the non-lucrative visa. The non-lucrative visa is a, is a license, it's a residency that they give you for, uh, initially for one year. And, and you have to start the process. People think that you have to start the process in Spain, but this is not like that. You have to start the process in England in the UK, outside of Spain, in the, and then you have to apply at the, at the Spanish consulate in uh, London, Manchester, or Edinburgh, that is where we have uh, offices there. You, when this, this is approved, uh, you have to come here and apply for what we call the TIA, it's your, your ID. What is the, the biggest handicap for people? Is that you have to show money or savings or, or money coming in or rental um, for the people that are looking to come. If it's a family of two, the first person must show 27,000. This is the amount right now. And the second uh, person uh, should show 7,000. So it's in euros, 34,000 in total what you should show. Um, you should show the, the way you want, uh, with savings in the banks, with bonds, with uh, I don't know, shares that you have. What we want to know is that you will have money in Spain to live at least that year that you are looking to come. Uh, that's what they consider is the, is the minimum and, and you can show the way. If you have pension, of course, you can include it. If you have um, rental, you, ca you can show it. Um, 
this is a, this is something that is for people is like a is a, a handicap. Now, important thing is of course that you can uh, you can't work at least the first year. You 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 are not able to work in Spain. I, I will talk now how to, to to change that. Initially, they will give it to you for one year, right? Then they will renew for another two years, another two years, and then five. When you when you are five years in Spain living, we consider yourself as permanent resident, and it will be much easier to do uh, or to renew in the future. One thing that is important that you know in, in the medias, in the in the you know, in internet, there are the forums. There is people that um, uh, saying things that are not correct. The first one is that. When you have to renew, people think, as is for two years, people say, no, no, you have to renew and prove that you have enough funds, money, or whatever, uh, for two years. 27,000 plus 7,000 multiplied by two. Um, but this is not what uh, we, we are obtaining, of course, and, and the, at least in Almeria, because in other provinces there are some doubts about it, but even if you are going to renew for two years, you can show that you have income for one year, right? Income savings, uh, as I said. This is a very important. Um, we, we do a lot of videos to, uh, about this to, to inform people. And, and sometimes we have comments, of, no, that's not true, that's, that's not true. Uh, I, I did a, a video with uh, David Wright the, the other day and uh, I showed him, of course, without names, uh, what we are doing at my office. It's not that I'm, I'm reading and someone is telling me. We are doing that. We are renewing for people uh, for the, the, the second year or the renewal of the two years and proving just income or savings for one year, right? This is very important. If you have friends that are looking to come, they, if they get in an internet, tell them that is, this is how it works, because this is, this is a, a not letting people come because it's 50-something euros, which is yeah, a decent amount of, of money, right? But you can renew uh, uh, in other ways. You can renew if you want to work. Young people that I see here, if you, if you are looking to work in Spain, you could renew it working. The only thing is that you need to be offered a job. You have to come with a uh, job offer from a, a Spanish or someone that is officially registered in Spain, and apply and change and swift your actual non-working visa or non-working residence uh, permit into a working visa. But you could go further. Imagine that you are looking to start a business uh, in Spain, any kind of business. It's not as for the golden visa that I will explain after, that you have to do a big business, hiring people and those things. You can work uh, from home, remote, selling things or, or, or with your laptop, and this is a business uh, in Spain. You could renew that, that um, non-lucrative visa with the possibility of uh, starting a job. Like you, you have to submit uh, like your project, what you are going to do, what is uh, what's your ex expectations, but um, if this is not something that is really, really weird, they will, they will normally approve. And I've done that also. At my office, we've, we've done that. And recently, I saw also David, someone that started a cleaning service. Uh, they were going to clean apartments, holidays apartments, and they 
obtain the non-lucrative visa on the normal way with the money, and we just have a renewed for them, starting a business, which is a normal business, uh, in this case, uh, cleaning apartments. The other possibility is uh, not everyone can go in this, uh, in this um, visa, is when you have money to invest in property or in other things. When you are looking to invest, to buy one property, two, five, ten, it doesn't matter the number of properties, a minimum amount of 500,000 euros, not pounds, uh, you will get what we call the golden visa. It's like a, a, a visa for investors, uh, a visa for you know, wealthy people. Um, you could invest more, you, you could in, but you couldn't invest less. Um, if you know anyone that are dealing with that, it's very important that you tell them that you, the person, if imagine that it's a couple, if they are a couple buys property and the total value is 600 euros, uh, 600,000 euros, you are not in. Why? Because the first person must invest at least 500,000. So as you normally in England, the system that you have is that you, each of you owns half of the property, If you, bought, if you bought the property after 2012, that is when this golden visa started, and it's easy to prove because you can show your deeds and so on, you can get in. It's not that you need to do now, also if you've done it. But it's very important when couples are buying, and normally you buy with your husband or wife, uh, the, in, the net investment of each of you must be 500,000. But there is a potential trick here that is, that uh, there, there could be, I don't know how you call it in English, but the first, uh, we call the head of a family, the person, one of, one of the persons can invest the 500,000 and all his family below, your wife, your, your husband, your children, will get it. This is very important because if you think that each of you needs to invest uh, 500,000, it's a lot of money. But the only thing is that the husband or the wife must buy alone, or, or, or at net investment of 500,000. There are possibilities to cover the other half, uh, so you are not, I mean, because it's your money also, and, and if you get divorced, there is an issue there. But there's possibilities in Spain to, to show that the, the property after you do it is, is from both. So net investment for, for, to get this thing is 500,000 for one person. And the family together with that person, they don't have to prove anything, right? With, it, with this visa, it's very soft. You can live in Spain. You cannot live in Spain. You just need to come once every year. That's it. Not even come. You could just uh, get a, a prove it with a ticket, flight ticket, and you will be in. It's just they, they, they just want you to prove that you, that you came to Spain. You don't need to be. Uh, resident here, you don't need to be fiscal resident here, so it's very, it's very open for people that do have investments or, or companies in the UK and they don't want to, to make their lives here and they don't want to change uh, their companies and so on, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, good, a good thing. I didn't say that, but very important for those, and this happens a lot, people think that uh, you obtain the non-lucrative visa, but you remain as 
non-fiscal resident. I will explain it after when you are fiscal resident or non-resident. Important, when the non-lucrative visa, in theory, you can't leave the country more than six months. So in theory, you are considered, uh, si since uh, you obtain it or you come to Spain, fiscal resident. And I will show you after what happens, all the consequences. Well, for those uh, that were living in Spain before all these things, nightmare about the Brexit, uh, you may have this thing, this, we call it the, the green paper. This is like the old residence for, for foreigners, uh, for, for people from the European Union. And um, you may have it, uh, some of you may have it. Uh, the thing is that you can still use it. Uh, some banks or some official sites, they say that you, you, you need to exchange to the, to the TIE, that is this one, but that's not true. The law says that you can keep it. But it's, having this is comfortable. Why? Because it's like an ID. With this document, it's a paper, you can break, there is no photo on it, there is nothing. Uh, you cannot show us to prove that, is, uh, that, that you are who you are telling. With this document, you will put a biometric um, fingerprint, and uh, and this is uh, like a, our Spanish uh, ID card. You can go anywhere with that. It's a substitute of your passport. Uh, you can go to the notary. So peop some people uh, are waiting, or they don't want to change. You can remain as such, but of course, it's useful to change it. You could, when, when, they, when you obtain for the first time, uh, depending on how long you were before the Brexit, you, you got five years or, or, or 10 years. The valid uh, date or the expiry date is on the, on the document. Again, it's saying there that you can't leave the country with this more than six months. Again, I say the same with that with the 90 days. Mm, no one is going to come and check that if you've been here six months or seven months or you left the country or you've been out for one year. Normally, the foreign office are not uh, uh, going to, sh to show you for that. So, yeah, if you, if you need to leave for some reason, don't uh, reject this thing. Don't leave it because it's so difficult to get it now. Well, difficult is, is all the, all the paper, paperwork that we said that I would not get rid of it because you need to go for one year or eight months or nine months to your, to your country for some reason. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 